Welcome everyone to Micta Radio. I'm your host, John Tanner, and today we are talking with Bill Linehan from Verizon. And Bill is going to talk with us about the future of healthcare technology and what role Verizon will play in the delivery and implementation of better healthcare technology. Welcome, Bill. And our, let's go right to the first question. Uh, how has healthcare changed with this era or during this era of the pandemic? And how has technology played a part in this? Sure, John, thank you very much for having me and talking to the MICTA consortium members. Very happy and glad to be here. Um, as far as what we've seen is the change, I'd say the biggest change that we've seen is resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic is a real marked increase in acceleration of telehealth services. Uh, and, and again, today, I'm not gonna throw a lot of stats out there, but I just wanna say that right now, we're seeing 81% of the decision makers within telehealth systems view video conferencing budgets as increasing the next two to three years. And that's significant. So I see a lot of what we're seeing in the market now is an acceleration or an explosion, if you will, for telehealth services. And that's driving, John, what we see a lot of uh, the consortium members, I'm sure have heard the 5G commercials, you know, we all have. But I just want to take today's opportunity to see how we can frame that within the confines of the healthcare, how it can impact and help the different MICTA members. The big explosion for the telehealth services is real resulting in an intersection where 5G and edge computing meet. And what I mean by the edge computing, it really offers benefits, okay? It's having that accessibility to have the deployment in 5G and using the edge computing, which is gonna allow the facilities options to offload computing resources to the edge. This in itself, with the low latency can provide the power kind of life-changing advanced technologies that we're seeing. And this is true, not just in those high urban areas, we wanna make sure this 5G and edge computing are looked at in all areas, especially in the rural areas. We wanna make sure that we use the 5G as not just advancement for those selected communities, but for all communities. And this is where we really wanna bridge that digital divide and more importantly, getting the care to those who truly need it. How is 5G a game changer in all of this? Right now, many current telehealth solutions run well on today's network. But the reason 5G is going to be that game changer, it has a lot of critical attributes, especially speed and low latency. And I want to keep it that simplistically on this call, the speed and low latency. And what that means as far as helping those data-driven telemedicine applications and some of these mean the diagnostic image transmissions and the ability to stream large files remotely, patient consultations, 3D renderings of clinical team training. Those are some just brief examples of how that we can help make a game changer within the 5G world in the healthcare. For instance, we're working with a company called Metavis, which is making a huge contribution in having the ability to convert 2D dimensional patient CT scans and MRIs and to take those into three-dimensional holograph renderings. And this is going to really allow them to precisely dissect around and remove cancer. So Bill, let's move to the patient side of this. How has the patient experience changed in this new environment? John, that's a great question. And that's the one thing we really focus on is really improving the patient experience. And that term, just as the name implies, is making it a better experience that they can leave, whether it be a healthcare visit, 
a hospital visit, or meeting a loved one. Because what we hear time and time again, frustration and challenges with the whole system. Once you check into the hospital, once you're meeting with your loved ones, meeting with the physicians, it becomes very, I'll say, challenging and at times painful. So what we're trying to do and what we've seen in this pandemic are ways to improve that. And there's benefits. And that starts from the very beginning of the journey, working with them on the digital front door. And that's smoother check-ins. And what we mean by that is not the traditional meet with the person, give your insurance card, et cetera. We want to start that doing in person ahead of time, working with it to make sure once we get to the hospital, everything is checked in and we're good to go. We want to make sure all the resources are in place to have that and make sure the navigation helps with that as well. For instance, we're working with hospitals right now and having the ways that once you come in the front door, your phone can actually show you and navigate where you're going within the hospital. We've seen how large these hospitals are. They're huge. They're gigantic. And if we can make that experience getting to the x-ray room or getting to the MRI or getting to the physical therapy, if we can make that easier and smoother, we want to help with that. So we have ways in which we can use our mobile applications to help with that. And we can also help with smart parking uh, advancements to make sure that we can find out where those parking spaces are before you even get into the hospital. And these are some of the things that it really makes for a much better experience. And we're meeting with the CTOs of different hospitals. And the thing we hear over and over are the satisfaction scores are very, very dismal because a lot of the patients are having a hard time. They're not getting the response they need. And the way I look at it is, they're already in a situation where they're having a, a medical issue. We don't want to add to that or compound that with making it more difficult to navigate within the hospital or the healthcare facility. So we're really trying to make that seamless support to help them. Bill, what is the role of remote care in all of this and how will it affect the patient experience? John, that's a great question. And this is where we've seen the explosion of remote care and virtual care. And you know, prior to two or three years ago, we didn't really see much of this. Uh, personally, I've never dealt with a, a physician remotely. And I, quite frankly, I would think it would be a compromised care or a compromised visit. With the advent of the pandemic, we've seen the explosion and the need for this. And it's not compromised in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I think it's more effective. And what we're seeing is the efficacy is done because now in those rural areas, or if there's not a need to go in person, we could do some of these visits remotely. And the things we want to keep in mind is when we're doing remote care or virtual care, we want to keep a couple things in mind. First and foremost, make it convenient. All right. No one wants to come to a visit when we have to download and hit this button and do that. We want to make this very simple. We want to make it very convenient. And we at Verizon working diligently to make sure these experiences with the remote care and virtual care are just that, very easy to use and easy to manipulate. Because again, looking at the demographics, John, for a lot of the individuals that look at virtual care and remote care, we know there may be some technical challenges. They may not be the most savvy with different things. So we want to make this one button to hit. And now I'm talking with the physician, or I'm talking to that mental health associate, I'm talking to the behavioral health specialist. We want to make it that easy and user-friendly. And this is going to be streamlined support and not just the, you know, the support, but deploying this out to the field. Let's talk about the Blue Gene product and how it fits into the virtual and remote care area. 
John, one thing that we've seen and worked hard at Verizon is really coming up with a platform that makes it easy to use, easy to integrate, works seamlessly with our electronic healthcare records, and that's our BlueJeans telehealth platform. We feel this is vital to making sure that it's a user experience that is very easy to use, easy to support, and more importantly, gives them the ability to work with the different healthcare providers to make sure that their visits and their interactions are done effectively and successfully. And that also, we want to make sure, John, that we're able to look at all aspects, all social economics, all ethnicities. We have an integration capability to work with 200 plus languages to make sure when we're talking to patients or talking to the schools and, and finding out from the nurses what their problems are, that we have that ability to work with them. We also work with sign language capabilities to make sure that we're not impacting those that maybe have barriers, okay? And we also look at this as being able to look at infield EMS triage. That to me is very important that we wanna start treatment right away and look at those issues right away. And it's not just as we normally equate visits with the doctors. It may be something to do with lactation support, a dietary consultation, diabetes training. So we're looking at this as virtual care, not just from a person visiting their physician, but it's also looking ways to do health counseling, remote patient monitoring, pre-study walkthroughs, pre-surgical. So all those things are really going to, I think, benefit dramatically from our virtual care and remote care in the age of the pandemic. Bill, when we're talking about healthcare information, you know security and privacy are very, very important. So how are, how are you handling that piece? Yeah, John, with the healthcare industry, it's been really hit hard during the COVID-19 with cybersecurity attacks, and that's increased dramatically. And we're seeing that really skyrocketing. And, you know, sometimes people think, well, how is it, why is it affecting hospitals? Why do cyber criminals want to target hospitals and healthcare entities? And what we're seeing is right now, that's probably the most vulnerable situation that's being affected by it. And when also when the patient records are impacted, then you have a PR nightmare. So really, we find that everything we do within the technology always looks at security. It's woven into everything we do. And it's not just the large breaches that we see. We're looking at less vulnerable breaches. We're looking at those types of hospitals and healthcare systems, John, that when they meet with us, they tell us that they're resource constrained. They're losing their teams to other organizations or higher paying salaries. So they're very vulnerable. And also they're telling us that they need to make sure they're getting faster detection. Okay. When we meet and we've done a survey with the different CISOs within the hospital systems, the biggest thing they tell us, and this is on every survey, every poll that we do, when we ask them what technology concerns does your hospital currently have, half of them say cybersecurity attacks or malware. And this really, I think, sets the message on what's keeping those CTOs up at night, and that's cybersecurity issues. So what we're trying to do within security at Verizon and helping the organization is really looking at this from a framework standpoint and working with them and making a security playbook to make sure we look at all aspects of security, not just the malware and the cybersecurity, but the monitoring, endpoint detections, penetration testing, all those are so important within the healthcare industry. And that's what we're trying to do within security Verizon systems right now. 
And getting that cybersecurity in place is so important. And the thing that we're seeing is it gives the ability to look at secure network and making sure that monitoring all the gateway services. We're looking at threat detection, which is so important. We're looking at things to be proactive. Where are they vulnerable? And then also playing a part in this is authentication to making sure that we're, you know, button this up the right way. You know, we talked before, John, about the industry and how it's changing. The one thing that we're seeing is IoT, and that stands for Internet of Things. And these devices with the 5G and the edge computing, it gives the ability to have more of these IoT devices out there. All right. Sensor, data access points, things of that nature. But with those additional IoT devices has vulnerabilities for security. So we're really making sure when we put IoT security first and foremost with the different teams to making sure we're looking at that. And it's also the mobile security. With the advent of the different mobile devices and cellular phones everywhere, we want to make sure that when they have a bring your own device in place, we want to make sure that mobile security is in place and adheres to it. The one thing with security is we want we have one goal at Verizon, and that strictly is to keep your data safe. We monitor the network for unusual behavior. We want to work to ensure that all the endpoint devices aren't causing harm and that we have the expertise to cost effectively protect the network infrastructure. So I can't stress enough, John, how important and how vital it is for the healthcare system to look at security. When the security incident takes place, John, that's not the point we want to look at security. We want to be proactive and do it ahead of time. Bill, let's get back to Verizon and let's talk about how Verizon has helped companies in their healthcare journey and how has the partnership with MICTA contributed to the journey? The one thing that we see is very valuable is working with the clients and our business partners to make sure we're looking at all aspects of the business requirements. Okay, not just at the final stages, but at the very beginning, when they're having a thought that they want to make a transformation to a new technology or enable a different healthcare innovation for their healthcare facility, we want to work with them in the very beginning. And what I mean by that is really look at it from the framework, work with them to make a blueprint for success. Okay, all the different aspects of it that luckily and fortunately, Verizon has that ability. We draw upon our ability and use cases on different technologies and different success stories to make sure that everything we've learned and everything we worked for at this point can be leveraged into that specific business requirement for that client. Okay. And that could be obviously around our 5G and our Mac and using our ultra wideband. But before we get to that stage, we want to start in the very beginning to make sure are we looking at the right things? Are we building a scalable network that's going to carry them for the next five years? Are we going to make sure that we're including all those different aspects into our solution? And that's where we really look at this from a consultative lens. Okay. And we really look at it from all the different business requirements and from a business standpoint, making sure it fits their needs, John. And this is so valuable. And this is where I think it's a nice collaboration between the MICTA consortium members, and Verizon. It's been a very successful relationship, and we hope to leverage that into even more success in working with those clients to make sure we help them to understand the, their landscape of the technology and helping drive innovation for their clients and their end users. And the one thing I will say is a lot of times people ask, why Verizon? And that's a great question. But the reason we want to look at is, you know, we're making investments into this technology. Okay, we just made an acquisition last year, John, 
for C-SPAN spectrum, which basically is going to drive 5G nationwide availability and accelerate that innovation I talked about earlier. So this is not in it just for now. We're in it for the long term. And this is where I think that strong collaboration and partnership between us and the MECTA can really be successful as a team. Thanks, Bill. Is there anything else you would like to say about the BlueGene product? We want to make sure that the users are really having this experience to make it seamless and transparent. We want to make sure it's effective and successful because, as I said earlier, this is just starting. So we're going to see vast improvements and more experiences. And this is why the Blue Jeans Telehealth is really taking this so seriously and making sure that, yes, it's easy to use, it's easy to integrate, but also it's given the results that these users need. Because, again, having these users at home, not visiting the emergency rooms again or visiting the hospital again, to me, is a sign of success that they're becoming sufficient, they're able to do things remotely. And that remote patient monitoring is so important and it's interwoven into our solutions within the Blue Jeans platform. So we're really looking in the future, John, and this is so important for all of us. Thank you, Bill, for being with us today. And we will be talking more about Verizon's role in the healthcare evolution, specifically in the area of digital intelligence. So stay tuned for that. But if our MECTA listeners want to learn more about Verizon's plan for developing healthcare in the digital age or learn more about 5G or the Blue Gene technology, Bill, how can they get hold of you? John, I would say reach out to their Verizon representative or feel free to reach out to me. We'd be glad to meet with you to have an ideation session. And today's was just that high level. But I'd love to get more granular with your users to see how we can really work together and collaborate. And you can reach out to me directly at bill.lenahan, L-I-N-E-H-A-N, at verizon.com. And thank you so much, John, for this. I really enjoyed it. And thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. Of course, our listeners can always go to the MICTA website, mictatech.org, where we will have more information available as well. And thank you all for tuning in today, and we hope you find this information helpful, and we also hope you continue to keep updating yourself on current technology trends, and be sure to come back again for more MICTA Radio episodes. Bye for now.